0: Um, I'd say just, you know, just think a little bit before you, before you act, you know, think locally, act globally, you know, anything that you can do to conserve, be sustainable now, um, it's going to follow you into adulthood.
1: So welcome ladies and gentlemen to the podcast what's up neighbor I'm your co-host Chris Wright
2: and I'm uh, Connor Kretzky. Uh
1: and we are we are the presenters of the new neighborhood podcast meant to connect neighbors to each other to s- spread some of that information out you know yeah so um, on on today's episode, we wanted to get into talk about some sustainability issues as well as home energy audits, which is something that I talked to uh, Steen Kaval um, a, a little a little bit ago to talk about that, and he's he's working with uh, the sustain, with the Office of sustainable initiatives, and um, they're working with you know seeing you know auditing different homes for, first virtually, and then you could possibly qualify for a home audit uh, with the visit and, and that'll, you know, that'll see, uh, you know, where is your, is your home, you know, lacking in various areas, you know, like uh, a water heater or, you know, uh, energy efficiency, uh, your, your windows, your, all that different stuff. Um, So yeah, Connor, do you have anything to say about this?
2: Yeah, it's definitely something that we've kind of tried to weave into our work um, with off-campus student life kind of all the time it it's something that we do just primarily with being in the lounge and back when we had events in person it was always you know how are we gonna you know just part of our planning was yep we're gonna have food around people but then also how are we going to do this in a sustainable way are we going to be able to compost the trash we use are we going to be using plates and um, forks and that's kind of a small scale thing but then bigger scale, what it goes into is how can we, you know, show the the usefulness, the importance to people out in the neighborhood, um, specifically our students um, and, and anyone in the neighborhood. So the housing audits and all things, they connect to people, you know, with the, the older houses that a lot of us live in, whether you're in an apartment, a lot like my my unit, we have five units within an older house. So. It's, it's super important stuff to help out, um, in older places. So,
1: yeah, so that's really important to get the information out to neighborhood students, you know, make sure they think, that they know about, um, you know, ways to maximize energy efficiency within their homes. Um, you know, and, you know, also another important thing is make sure that you make sure that your, uh, landlord is on board with this, you know, you got whenever you do anything, uh, within your house like this, you, you got to, got to stay on top of that. Um, another thing that's important to know is compost bins, which is something that the offices of sustainable initiatives is working on. And, you know, you can you can actually you can request one uh, now through their through their website and they'll bring one to whether you're in a neighborhood house or if you're in the dorms, um, they'll, they'll bring one to you and you can, you know, you can just bring it up, bring it uh, over to them when it's filled up which is something I've been doing as well. Great thing to do. So, now I think it's time to get into the interview with Stian Caval. So, enjoy. Cool. Today I am joined by Stian Caval and uh, on the show as our very first guest and, you know, Stian, uh, do you want to just uh, tell us a little bit about a little bit about uh, what, what you do here at the University of Saint Thomas?
0: Yeah, um, I'm a senior here at the University of St. Thomas. Um, I'm a biology major, um, and then I have a minor in sustainability and global health. Um, This semester, I've been working with the Office of uh, Sustainable Initiatives as a um, student sustainability leader. And we're working on a bunch of different um, initiatives this semester. Um, I work on two, Um, one of them is compost out Outreach and education, and then um, energy conservation on and off campus.
1: Okay, so the main thing that I want to get to here in this conversation is the energy conservation. So you, you want to tell us a little bit about, a little bit about, uh, you know, energy audits. Especially, let's start with uh, the virtual audits, and uh, you know, what are some of the benefits of this? Uh, what, what's the process going into it?
0: Yeah, so um, what you can do is you can go to the CIEE website, or sorry, the CEE website, um, which is the Center for Energy and Environment. And there, um, what you can find is two different types of visits Um, if you are um, curious about an energy audit. The first is a a virtual visit, um, just sort of like a pre-visit consultation. So if you're interested in, you know, maybe learning a little bit about the process or ways that where you can um, conserve energy in your home, you can sign up for the virtual home energy assessment. Um, These things were actually put in place because of COVID um, just to try to get as much information before the um, energy advisors would later on come to your home, but um, They were actually working out so well that they, um, it seems like they might just keep it as the first step in the process, just again, so that um, the people who are coming to your home um, are getting the most amount of information that they need before they're coming to your home. So they know everything about you and your concerns and then uh, the layout of your home Um, and then, after that, um, if the virtual team thinks that your home could benefit from an in-home visit, um, they'll connect you um, with a specific plan. Um, for me, it was about like a week later, uh, they responded to me. Um, and then after that, it's up to you whether you want to um, go forward with the home uh, energy visit or not. Um, when I went through the virtual visit, the guy said that uh, about 90% of people who do the virtual visit will do the in-home you know, visit. Um, yeah, would you like me to talk about my experience so far with the virtual visit, just how that goes?
1: Uh, sure, sure you can. Uh, you know, you know what's the process? Um, what kind of things uh, do you look for in a virtual visit?
0: Yeah, sure. So. Um, basically, what happens is once you sign up, um, they will connect you with uh, Energy Advisor um, and you get a, a, a virtual link that you'll eventually join. But what they ask you to do, and um, from what I, uh, my personal experience and from what my advisor was saying, um, is... So they send a uh, questionnaire, like a survey before. And if you really take your time to fill out that survey and complete those questions, it really makes the the virtual visit worthwhile. So that might mean, you know, like taking a couple days to um, really kind of go through the questions that they're asking and make sure you're getting um, good pictures um, of the inside of your home. So they'll ask you things um, in the survey like, you know, do like what percent of the light bulbs in your home are uh, LED light bulbs? Um, what kind of insulation do you have? They'll ask you to um, take pictures of your boiler um, as well as your water heater, um, specifically take pictures of like the, the label on them so that they can, um, figure out how uh, outdated your home is or how, I guess, inefficient your home may be. Um, so really taking your time with that survey um, is a huge piece. Um, and then once you get into the virtual visit, um, based off of what, so the, before the meeting, the advisor would go through, um, the questions that you answered, Um, in your virtual visit, again, just telling them as much information as you possibly can before they come to your home. So they'll go through that for your meeting. And then once you go to the virtual meeting, um, they will go through the survey and um, basically tell you where you need upgrades. Um, For me, they said that uh, the boiler in my home was quite old. And not very efficient. Um, and then also the water heater was suggested to be relatively fit, um, inefficient. Um, it was in, installed around two thousand, so it's about you know twenty years old. Um, and then another thing he suggested is the insulation here might be um, outdated. Uh, so he told me to uh, speak to my landlord to um, uh, try to see if that's something that we'd be willing to take a look at. Um, And then while I was sitting here, I was just pulling up um, one thing. Basically after your um, virtual meeting, which you'll again go through all the things that um, were found in the survey, um, he will give you suggestions, um, tell you you know what the next steps will be for me. He suggested that I get an uh, in-home visit. Um, and then after I was just trying to pull up, you will get um, an email uh, from uh, the Home Energy Squad, um, which will contain uh, what is called um, an energy fitness plan report. Um, so basically they give you, um, Uh, an estimated energy fitness score based on you know the information you was able to gather in the survey and then maybe any more information that you provided um during the virtual visit um and then in that again they'll contain your um energy fitness score and then just a couple um um i guess uh, different different do-it-yourself improvements that you can make um and then what they will also send you is um, just some next steps after the visit. Um, So that, you know, includes scheduling something or thinking about and maybe scheduling something with the home energy squad visit. Um, And then again, doing some of those uh, do it yourself things. So that could be, um, you know, if you're really motivated, you go make sure that you have um, all LED light bulbs or you make sure that there's no leaks on your uh, um, windows or your doors so you're installing the light, uh the right weather stripping um, just to make sure that your home is uh, as efficient as it can possibly be.
1: Uh, the next thing I want to get to was uh, the in-home visits. So uh, what, what exactly, what criteria would be, would need to be met before You can move on to the next step after the virtual.
0: Yeah, so um, what they offer is what the first thing is called um, an energy saver visit. Um, These are recommended for uh, newer houses um, or, you know, rentals. So, newer is defined um, on their website, at least as um, anything built from 2000 um until now. Um, and in that, what will happen is um they will come to your home, they'll, you know, do a more in-depth look at where you can uh save on your energy costs and also save the environment. And what they'll do is um so this that one will cost um $70. Um, it is based on your income. Um so but above a certain threshold, it's $70. Below a certain threshold, it's zero dollars. So that's something that um, would have to be worked out. But what they'll do is they will come to your home. They'll make sure that um, you have LED light bulbs um, as well as proper uh, weather stripping. Um, If you don't, they will install those for free. Well, it's included in the $70. Um, And then what they also do is um, install high-efficiency water fixtures, so a, um, a more efficient shower head, which basically uses less water and is more pressure. Um, they'll also um, adjust the water heater temperature to make sure that's running smoothly, um, and then uh, determine some of the next steps after that. Um, the other kind of visit is called the energy planner visit. So these are homes for homes that are built um, anytime before 2000. Um, So the last one I just talked about was anytime after 2000, this one is anytime before. Um, Same kind of thing. They'll come in. um, Make sure that you have LED light bulbs and the proper weather stripping. If not, uh, they will install that um, as well as the uh, shower head. Do the same thing as far as adjusting the water temperature. Um, and then another thing that they do is some of the old homes are um, designed a little bit differently than the homes that are built after 2000. so, what they'll do that's different is um, uh, perform what is called a blower door test to make sure that, that you're um, uh, to measure your home for air leaks essentially. Um, and then, again, some of the older uh, homes have different. Um, Designs, so they'll um, do insulation inspections um, of your attic and your walls, just to make sure that those are up to date, and you know, also that there's not things like asbestos um, living your attic or in your walls uh, to keep you safe. Um, and then they also perform a water or a safety test on your home's heating system and water heater. And then after that, determine next steps um so next steps could be like you know you have a very inefficient boiler that's gonna explode very soon so you need to take care of that you know that's a super extreme thing but something more on the moderate end would be like you know you can you can upgrade your water heater and you will save this amount of money the next Mm -hmm. year so you know not only are you um ensuring that you're going to save money, save the environment, but you're also ensuring your safety in a way as well.
1: What are just some simple ways that, you know, regular neighborhood students can do, uh, uh, you know, to save money uh, in energy, uh, or also just to save the environment as well, you know, just, you know, quick little hacks, or that could be important to know.
0: Yeah, sure. we kind of came up with some uh, energy saving tips for renters um, for both winter and uh, summer season. So I can just go through the both of those really quick. Sure. Uh, for winter, um, what we have is, so what you can do is you can open your curtains um, on your south facing windows during the day. Um, this will allow sunlight to naturally heat your home um, and then close them at night. Um, to reduce the chill, and then you, um, uh, you know, you're chilling. You're chilling the room by closing the windows or by closing the curtains. Sorry. Um, and another thing you can do is you can save money and stay warm by cooking at home. Um, so this is, you know, letting the oven or the stovetop providing heat for your home. So if you know you're going to be using the oven that night, um, turn down your thermostat because your oven is going to heat up your home. Um, as well as your uh, stove top. And also just, you know, um, yeah. Um, another thing um, is install, you know, tight fitting drapes. Um, so insulating drapes on your shades or your windows um, that'll keep in the maximum amount of heat. Um, obviously, um, another thing is um, turning off lights when you leave the room and unplugging devices when they're not in use. Um, That's a huge thing, so I mean, if you're not using the toaster, why have it plugged in, Um, make sure that you're um, plugging in air drying your clothes. Um, A lot of clothes don't need to be um, dried in the dryer, in fact, in some cases it's even bad for those clothes, so air dry your clothes when you can. Um, And then switching to LED light bulbs, Um, it guarantees efficiency in your home. and then obviously keep your windows closed. I know a lot of people like to open their windows in the winter, um, or especially now that the weather's getting nice. But you know if you're gonna do that, be smart about it because if your heat's at you know, 68 degrees and you have your window open all night, you're gonna waste a lot of energy. Um, some summer tips that we have is um, turning off ceiling fans when you leave the room. Um, you have to remember that Um, fans cool people not rooms Um, so um, cook outdoors on a grill when possible Um, that's going to save a ton of energy in your home um, just because you're not using the stove um, you're not using the the oven make sure that you're sealing cracks and openings from preventing that warm summer air to coming. from leaking into your home so obviously during the summer it gets pretty hot here we want to have our ac on but we also want to make sure that there's not um you know warm air getting in that's gonna um warm our home up and just have to make our ac units work even harder and then one last thing is avoid sending your thermostat um at a colder setting than normal when you first just turn on your air conditioner um will not cool your home any faster and could result in excessive cooling and unnecessary expenses. Um, Actually one other cool thing is cleaning your AC filters monthly um, also improves improves the efficiency of your um, air conditioning units. So those are just some examples of things that you can do if you go on the internet and you look up energy saving tips, there's a ton of different things you can do. That's really cool because you're saving you're saving yourself money and you're saving uh, the environment.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't have even thought of the, the cooking outdoors on the grill one to uh, to save energy, you know. But you know, it makes sense. Uh, or, or also, uh, you know, use, using the sun, you know, closing the shades at night and keeping them open during the day. Yeah. Those are all really good. Um, yeah. you know, you mentioned that another, another thing that you're doing for sustainability with the, with the university is, uh, composting. So, um, what are, you know, what are, what's some important things that you think, you know, people should know, you know, like what kind of things shouldn't be composted or should be, uh...
0: yeah, sure. I mean, one of the, our goal of this semester is really to, educate people on the composting options that are available on campus. Um, A lot of people, you know, even before I joined this, um, a lot of people didn't know that uh, freshmen can request, or I guess people living in dorms um, can request compost bins uh, for their rooms. So you, if you live in a dorm, you can, you can request a compost bin and That will be in your dorm until the end of the semester when you'll uh, be asked to return it. Um, But anything that you have in your room that is organic um, can be thrown in there and then disposed of in the um, larger compost bins. Um, Things that can be compost is anything that's organic. I mean, anything that came from something that lived at Mm -hmm. one point. Um, so bananas, apples, um, paper, as long as it doesn't have um, any sort of sort of like plastic coating on it, um, paper bags, um, egg cartons, not sure if I mentioned that, but that's a cool one. Um, yeah, and there is, there's information on the um, Office of Sustainability Initiatives website um, as far as what you can and what you can't compost. But I think a general rule of thumb is definitely, you, know, you don't wanna throw away something that's made out of plastic because um, that's a chemical, that's bad, um, but things that were, have been alive at one point. So paper related products came from a tree, um, fruits, vegetables, anything like that. So if you have a big pile of leftover food that has mold on it, you can compost that. Um, But really, what we've been working on this semester is trying to get students engaged on campus. Um, There's tons of um, compost bins um, around campus. Um, And then again, if you live in a dorm, you have accessibility to compost bins if that's Something you want to do, um I think it's pretty cool. It's a really fun thing you can do um, and that's an excuse to go on a nice little walk to take out your compost.
1: Yeah, go get your compost bins, people. so uh is there anything else that you wanted to to share with people that you think would be you know beneficial uh for them to know?
0: Um I'd say just you know just think a little bit before you before you act you know think locally act globally you know these are the things like turning off your lights and stuff and you know it's hard being a college student and trying to think of all that stuff at once but you know these are it's if you start turning off your lights now if you start um you know driving less or driving less or composting your food or just like you know anything that you can do to conserve, be sustainable. Now um, it's going to follow you into adulthood and it's going to be, and it's really going to help you later, you know, with like, we're in the process now of developing habits that we're going to have our whole life. So um, I think if we really want to do this planet of justice, it's, it's important to start developing these habits now and Really, just thinking things through in a sustainable way.
1: Okay, that was perfect. So, where can people learn more from the Office of Sustainability uh, if they if they want?
0: Sorry. Um, they can go to the Office of Sustainability's website on uh, Saint Thomas Saint Thomas's website. Sorry, the oh. Office of Sustainable Initiatives website.
1: Okay, so. Uh, thank you, Steen. That was fantastic. Um, I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed that. Um, I think this was this will be very informative for people. Um, be a good neighbor, everybody. Uh, thank you. I- I'm Chris Wright.
0: Thanks for having me. Bye.
1: Thanks for listening. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at ustneighborhood and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. So what's up, neighbor? Peace.